Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks. Welcome to another broadcast on Wednesday night. Glad you can tune in tonight. Hey, you know, God is up to some great and mighty things. You know that? It, the question is, are we going to get on board with what he wants to do? He's always doing great and mighty things. But uh, last week, I, that was a that was a um, oldie but a goodie because we had a lot of things going on here at church. But it was the heart of um, um, gratefulness and the Thanksgiving. You know, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving, but we ought to have Thanksgiving every day. We ought to be thankful to God for all the great things he's done for us. Keep our minds uh, uh, squared away. Uh, I want to remind you, I don't know if you had an opportunity to see Sunday service or tune in. If you haven't, you can go on the website and, and tune in and see it. But Pastor Scott put out, uh, this is my notes from Sunday, 10 simple things. Well, it isn't always simple that we can do, but you need to do if you want to draw close to God. Because God wants you to, to, to do great and mighty things in your life, but we have to do something. He's already provided everything that was for life and godliness through Christ Jesus, but we have to cooperate with him. Amen? So, uh, some of those things are walk in forgiveness and praise the Lord and worship God. Worship God. Oh, I'm telling you, it's so important that you learn to worship God. You begin to speak to him and thank him and glorify his name for what he has done and what he'll continue to do in your life. In fact, if you don't open your mouth, you're probably not going to receive anything from God because faith has an action and faith has a voice. And he talked about tithing and giving and watching your mouth and being uh, sexually pure and share your faith. Be nice. Boy, that's a good one, isn't it? And then read your Bible and pray and go to church. Well, I'm doing, I'm telling you this just for, this is a checkup. We need to have regular checkups. Are we doing the things that will put us over into the kingdom of God? And so uh, please get, if you haven't got uh, to see that, tune in on uh, last Sunday's uh, message and uh, avail yourself to these things. And then use that as a checkup. Put it on your refrigerator, put it on your desk, put it in your Bible, do something and look at it occasionally and say, am I doing the things that it says to do here? Because that's how we really draw close to God is, is doing what he asks us to do. Amen. Amen. Well, tonight I want to continue on with what we started a, 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 the week before was uh, joy-filled living. Well, today I'm talking about joy and rejoicing. How many of you know where to rejoice? <laughs> uh, I, uh, over in Romans 14, 17, it says this. It says, the kingdom of God is not meat or drink <laughs> or drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. How many of you know uh, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit? And we have to have those things. We need to walk in those things if we're going to have victory in this life. Now, over in the Message Bible, it says this. God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach, for goodness sakes. It's what God does with your life as he sets it right, puts it together, and completes it with joy. How a joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen? Amen. That's what God wants us to walk in. Now, joy isn't, a, it isn't to do necessarily to do with happiness. Uh, it's nice to be happy, but joy is a deep-seated uh, knowing that God is there for you. What he has done for you is, is, 
is working in your life. Amen? Amen. So we have to know those things. But uh, last week I talked about a lot, or the week before I talked about a lot of things. Uh, uh, I've read some scriptures here, and then we'll get to the part where I want to go to tonight. Psalm 511 in the Amplified, it says, Let all those who take refuge and put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever sing and shout for joy. Do you do that? Do you ever do that? Listen, I'll tell you what, it'll change the atmosphere. It'll change your countenance. It'll change your attitude when you shout and, and, and rejoice over the things that God has done and is continuing to do and will do in your life. Amen. It goes on to say, because you make him a covering over them and defend them. Let those who also, uh, let those also who love your name be joyful in you and be in high spirits. Isn't it good to be around somebody that's in high spirits? Not not the kind you get out of a bottle or or out of a joint, right? It's the kind that have the joy of the Lord, amen, that you can depend on that. But like I said, it's not meat or drink. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. When you have, when you know, listen, you know that you're righteous. You've been made righteous because of what Jesus Christ has done. Do you know what happens? You can begin to have peace and you can begin to walk in joy because it changes your life. Amen. And joy is a matter of the heart. Did you know that? You want to expand your heart and make it bigger, louder, and larger for what God wants to do in your life? Begin to be joyous. Begin to recognize that the joy of the Lord. It, it says in uh, Proverbs 17, 22, a joyful heart did you know what it brings? It says it brings healing. Boy, I'll tell you what, I think I might have said this before, but they, I read somewhere that doctors say that uh, so much of the problems, the physical problems that we have in life is due to stri uh, stress. Uh, you're stressed out. You're, and sometimes you can be stressed and not even know it. But you know what? A joyful heart bring us, brings healing, according to what it says in Proverbs. And it also, a, a, a merry heart doeth good as a medicine. Amen? A merry heart. Uh, Romans 5, 5 says, Hope makes not a shame, because the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit, which give, is given unto us. So there's things that we, we have to know. We have to fill our hearts with, the, with joy, and we fill our mouth with rejoicing. Listen, I, I don't know who you are, and I don't know who watches all this. I pray a, 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 a lot of people do, but... For those of you watching, begin to open your mouth and, and rejoice in the God of our salvation. Amen. Paul said in, in Philippians 4, 4, what's he say? <clears throat> rejoice in the Lord always. And he says it again. And again, I say rejoice. He's making high emphasis on that part of rejoicing. And he was in a prison writing these letters. Those letters that uh, uh, Ephesians and, and uh, Philippians and, and Galatians and, and, and Colossians were all written from a prison. So he's telling you this, after he's gone through all the things that Paul went through, he's saying, hey, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So we're to open our mouth and say things. <clears throat> but listen, a, a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth, from the uh, produce of his lips, he shall be filled. In the Message Bible, it says this, <clears throat> Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. 
Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. You want a good harvest? Begin to rejoice. Begin to say what God said about you. Begin to get in this Bible here and find out what he says about you, about your identity, and about what he's given you as, as a, an inheritance. Amen? Amen. Over in Philippians 1.4, Paul prayed for the Philippians with joy. He said, I'm praying for you with joy. And again, there in 4.4, 4, he says, rejoice in the Lord. Amen. In, in Romans 15.13, in the Amplified Bible, here's what, joy springs from faith. Do you know you can't have joy without having faith? It says, may the God of your hope so fill you with all joy, peace, and believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. Listen, a lot of people don't have any joy. They don't have any hope today. We live in a messed up world, and, and I don't have to tell you that. But listen, we, right in the midst of that, we can have hope, and we can walk in the joy of the Lord. Amen? Amen. It's so, so, but let me talk to you a little bit today, tonight, about, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sources of believers, uh, uh, of, of believers' joy is several fold. Number one, fellowship of the Father and His Son bring joy. Amen. It's hard to have joy when you don't know who who brought you who paid for it, right? Uh, in First John one three and four in the Amplified, uh, you can go there and look that up. But it talks about the joy, how to have joy, that fellowship. How many of you need to know you need to have fellowship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost? Amen, amen. One guy asked me just recently. He said, "Well, now which do you go to, the Father or the Son or the Holy Spirit?" I said, "You can go to all three. Amen. The three in one. Amen. You can speak to the Father and you can and, and have fellowship with the Father, but you can also have fellowship with Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you that you can fellowship with. How about uh, victory over sin, death, and hell bring joy? Doesn't that bring a joy to you to know that Jesus paid the price, that you're no longer on your way to hell, you're on your way to heaven? You have victory in this life, amen? Well, I don't feel like I have victory. You have victory by the fruit of your lips. <laughs> are you talking victory or are you talking smack? Are you talking stuff that doesn't mean anything, that doesn't bring life? Words are so vital. The words that I speak are spirit and life. In John 6, 63, it says, uh, the flesh profits nothing. You know this scripture. And if that flesh profits nothing but the words that I speak, their spirit and their life. When you begin to speak God's word over your life, you'll begin to walk in joy. It brings joy to me. Does everything around me happen and is all good and never have a down day? We shouldn't have a down day, but things happen to you on days that you just, but you still have that joy that knowing God's there with you. God's there to help you. God's there to work through with you and get you through situations. Now, in, over in, in uh, Luke 15, Verses 7 and 10, repentance brings joy. Let me just turn to that real quick. I had a lot of scriptures written out here, but, but I, I want to just give you an idea what, what, what joy will do for you in your life. Amen? It'll bring you uh, uh, repentance. How many of you know it's good to have up-to-date repentance? That means when you mess up, go to the Lord right away and use 1 John 1.9. If you're, faith, you're faithful to confess your sins, 
He's faithful and just to forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And then get up and get going and don't be looking back and don't let the devil condemn you, right? Amen. And, and 15, Luke 15, verse 7, I, I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just people who need no repentance. In other words, repentance brings joy, brings joy to others. How do you know what, uh, I, I'll just tell you this. I go back to when I gave my heart to the Lord and at 29 years old. My, my folks had been saved. They had been praying for me. They had been saved before I was even born. So they were praying for me. Don't you know that brought joy to their heart to know that I'd given my heart to the Lord? My goodness. When, when others around you give, they give their heart to Jesus, doesn't that bring joy to you? It brings joy to me. Amen? But that's repentance will bring joy to your heart, to knowing that you're in right standing with God. I think I had another verse here. Verse 10. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of in the angels of God over one sinner who repents. There's joy in that. Amen? Amen. We need to know that. Prayer brings joy. Let me just find this scripture, John 16, 24. Prayer brings joy. I mean, you know, it, it's a joy to me to be able to be at a prayer meeting and enter in and join with other people praying for things and then begin to see the results of it come to pass. John 16, 24. It says, until you have asked me nothing in my name, ask and you shall receive and you will receive that your joy may be full. What are you asking today? Are you praying and asking God and, and, and to help you in certain situations? Are you, are you, and when you do, does it bring joy to know he's working in your behalf? It does me. It does me. Prayer brings joy. The presence and fellowship of believers. Well, I don't like those people. I don't go to church because I don't like to be around other people. Well, then you, you, got, a, you got a real problem, and you're probably never going to walk in joy. Uh, in 1 John, uh, let's find this one real quick. 1 John 1, and, and uh, you can go back and look these up, but I want to just read 1 John 1, verse 3, says this. I'll find it in a second. Get my pages all turned here. Did I have the right one? Three and four. Oh, he says here, that which you have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship was with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that you your joy may be full. Fellowship with, with believers and fellowship with the Father and the Son. Amen? Brings joy. And it'll fill you up. Joy unspeakable, I said earlier, and full of glory, overflowing. Amen? Amen. How many of you know converts, when you see somebody give your heart, I just mentioned that, uh, brings joy. When somebody gets saved or you witness to somebody and they give their heart to Christ or, or you see somebody in, in a church service go up and give their heart to Christ, it should bring joy to you. Amen? Amen. Uh, what is our hope? This is, uh, let's see what this one is. First uh, Thessalonians 2, 19 and 20. For what is our hope or joy or our crown of rejoicing or not even in you in the presence of our Lord Jesus at his coming? For you are our glory and joy. Amen. 
hearing the others walk in truth. <laughs> That's third John uh, one chapter or chapter or verse one and uh, four or third John one and four. And that's uh, no greater joy that I have than I hear that my children walk in truth. And that was, that's not just your personal or your blood children. That means people. That means people that have been following John, that they walk in the truth. That brings joy. Giving. You ever think about giving, bringing joy? Hallelujah. Listen, here's what Luke 638 says. And, and be a giver, not a taker. And uh, times of gifts and talents and finances, everything share what God has given to you. Now, that's what I wrote. Now, here's what the message says. Give away your life. You ever think about that? Give away your life. If you want a true life with meaning, you'll give your life away. Amen? You'll find that life given back will be given back, but not merely given back, given back with bonus and blessing. Giving, not getting, is the way. Generous people, generosity begets generosity. I'm telling you, there is no greater blessing than to bless somebody that can't return, even return it to you. God will make a way and return it to you. When you go, when you go uh, give to somebody that can't give, uh, you give you or a hurting, and you give it to them, isn't that a great feeling? It's, uh, Jesus said this: more blessed to give than to receive. Give your life away. Give your life away and your heart away for other people. We want to see, listen, you know this. You've, you've heard this before. The only thing you can take to heaven is yourself and somebody else. <laughs> you can witness to somebody else to see them get saved and they can go to heaven. Amen. That's the greatest thing you can do is be a witness. But give your life away. And giving your life away means, hey, doing what the Bible says to do, doing what these 10 simple things says to do, you'll begin to give your life away as you do that. So this, that's vital. Uh, give freely and, generos and generous generously. Joy is stimulated when you give. Amen. It's been said, there's no man that can sincerely hope, help someone else without help themselves. Amen. This is what, listen, it's been said, well, I, you know, I just don't feel like I'm worthy and I'm depressed and discouraged. You know what? Even, even, even psychologists and, and people in the world will tell you, you know, one of the greatest way to get over that is go help somebody else, help somebody else. Go, go. And you'll find out when you're helping somebody else, you're really helping yourself get over things. Amen. The worst thing you can do is sit in a dark place in depression. I know bad things help happen to good people. We lose loved ones. We have things go through, but you cannot quit living. And, and you can get up and get going. And I'll tell you what, when you do, you'll have the joy of the Lord will help you through it. Uh, ask God for opportunities to bring joy into someone else's life. Amen? Amen. Now, we haven't got much time left, but I'm going to talk to you about how to rekindle joy. In other words, knowing well, first of all, reflect on what God has done and given to you and us. Amen? Uh, Romans 8.32, that he spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall we not with him also freely give us all things? He'll freely give us all things. Listen, God's not mad, angry, upset with us. All he wants to do, and he's not really withholding anything from us. He wants us to get on board with him. 
get into agreement with him, begin to speak out over the things he said we could have. God's love will has never changed. He he sees you and me and be uh, as who we need to be rather than who we are many times. God thinks good thoughts. Did you ever think that? God thinks good thoughts about me? <laughs> I think you can go over and read Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, I'm not going to quote it, but you can go read it about his thoughts about us. But so what do we have to do daily? We confess his thoughts about us. If God be for me, who can be against me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He gave his son that I would have all things. Amen. Careful, examine our hearts. Now that was what I had that 10 simple things. Have a checkup on a regular basis. Am I following the, the basics? You know, I've often said, we have a book around here called Getting a Grip on the Basics. And it's a good book. It talks about how to be, know you're a Christian, how to become a Christian, how to be filled with the Spirit, all these, how to serve God, different things. We have to know that and check up on that. And I've often said, if we just get doing the basics, we'll, <laughs> we'll so, be so far ahead of the enemy, <laughs> he'll have to run to catch up, right? Amen? We'll be so far ahead of, of, of the curve, so to speak, that God will bless us abundantly. Uh, in, in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, it says, Examine yourself, whether you be in faith, and prove yourselves. And in the Message Bible, it says, Test yourself selves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift away taking everything for granted. Do you ever do that? Take things for granted? Give yourself regular checkups. That's how you rejoy, uh, restore your joy in yourself. Uh, are, am I full of love? Here's, here's why I wrote uh, spiritual checkup. What's my attitude? How's my motives? Uh, am I full of joy? Am I full of uh, the goodness and mercy? Am I walking in peace? Am I displaying God's at, uh, attributes and attitudes? Does the world see God or, uh, through me, or God's love and joy in his nature, or do they see the old carnal nature? We have to check up on ourselves. Christians, we have a responsibility. Amen? Are we walking in with the first love, the joy of God? Are we refilled, excited, uh, uh, ambassadors for Christ? Am I looking for opportunities to bless uh, someone, are you? Uh, are we living our life for eternity? That's what we ought to be doing, living our life for eternity. Because you know, reality in reality, we're living in eternity now, because we'll never die. This body may die, but we'll never die. We'll go on into heaven if you know Jesus. And if you don't know Jesus, it'd be a good time to accept Him. <laughs> don't put off to tomorrow what you need to do today, right? And lastly, I'll just do this one real quick. Rekindle our joy. Serve and bless. Galatians 6.10, as we have opportunity, let's do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Get involved. Here's what Charles uh, Spurgeon said. Holy joy will oil the wheels of your life, life's machinery. Holy joy will strengthen you for your daily labor. Holy joy will uh, beautify you and give you an influence over the lives of others. Amen. Amen. Uh, Proverbs fifteen fifteen. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but that of the uh, with a careful and or cheerful and merry heart has a continual feast. Amen. Amen. We're to walk in joy. We're to live in joy. We're to rejoice in the Lord always. And that's what Paul said, and that's what we're to do. How do you do that? 
always thanking him, glorifying his name, worshiping him, and giving him glory. Amen. It'll bless your life, and it will cause you to the, the Spirit of God to well up inside of you that you can bless others. You can't give away what you don't have. I've said that so many times, but it's a truth. If you're down and out and busted and disgusted, the old saying goes, what are you going to give away? You're going to give away that same kind of attitude and life. But if you're filled with the joy of the Lord and you're rejoicing on a regular basis, filled with the, the goodness of God, you can give that away. And that's what the world's looking for. They may not know it, but that's really what they're looking for, is they're looking for somebody that knows God that can help them get to a place where they can get hope and they can begin to know him. Amen? Amen. That's our job. That's our call today. So I hope you're doing that today. Now, listen, everyone has a part to play in the kingdom of God. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. I hope you're walking in it today. Amen? Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Whew, you, you gave us joy unspeakable and full of glory to know Jesus Christ. May we all be filled to overflow with the presence of God in our life because in their presence, there's fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. So we thank you for it. You're not withholding any good thing from us. You've, you've called us for such a time as this to be filled with your presence. And out of your presence will come great things for others. And it will guide us and direct us to the place of, of, of victory. And we just thank you for it. I pray for everyone in the sound of my voice would have the joy of the Lord and be filled to overflowing with it tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for being here. See you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.